That's my girl. Adam Levine's a dork. So when I was living in Australia, we had a couple of old Jewish guys come up to us, and one of them was like, you boys should try Judaism. It's the best. That's a horrible accent, and I apologize for it. What was it supposed to be is my only question. Old Jewish man living in Australia. Okay. I have no idea what that would sound like either, so go for it. It sounds exactly like that, and I nailed it. It was perfectly appropriate, accurate, and not offensive at all. And his friend's like, I don't know. These guys are pretty old. It's a bit late in life to get the snip. And my friend's like, actually, most Americans are circumcised. And they're like, oh! (laughs) (laughs) So we had a wonderful little talk about how they should focus their efforts more on Americans because we don't have that barrier to entry that most Australians do. Oh, you know that hard part about being a Jew? It's done! (laughs) Care of it. All that's that's required now is a basic change in your fundamental beliefs. (laughs) (laughs) Part of your penis is already gone. So yeah, like as you get into parenthood and people are like, man, should I circumcise my child? And they're like debating back and forth. I'm like, yes, because you never know. They at some point might want to be Jewish and you've just made that way easier for them. Yep. That's, that's the part that's important. Son, someday you may wish to be Jewish. (laughs) Snip. I I just want your options to be open to you. I don't want you to feel like, man, I really have had this deep spiritual awakening, but I don't want anyone cutting off my ding dong. So, you know what? I cut it off for you. Okay, let's let's first be clear about what involves cutting off your ding dong. (laughs) You're cutting off part of your ding dong. Yeah, they're they're removing a part, yes. Because at a certain point in my life, I did not know what that meant. (laughs) I got my my knowledge on circumcisions from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Where, where uh, Mel Brooks, you know, puts the carrot in the guillotine and like slices it off. I'm like, oh my gosh, that would be the worst. Why would anybody do that? <laughs> I hope that never happens to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I, I, I was still learning at that point. I was coming into my own. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, boys, look down. Can you see it all? You're circumcised. There you go. Now everyone should know. Great ad campaign. Just put your posters up in urinals all over the place. (laughs) Boys, look down. Can you see it all? You may be overweight. Or what we call obese. (laughs) Or Jewish. We don't know. (laughs) We're not scientists here. We're a poster. We can't do much. Yeah. The main point is, we're looking at your penis right now. (laughs) But it's okay. We're a poster. Posters can look at penises. It's all right. Yes. It's in the the laws. Check it. It's what Farrah Fawcett's seen so many. (laughs) First, I didn't get that, and I was like, okay. But Farrah Fawcett's not in bathrooms, so... No, no, but she's... A lot of people have looked at that poster, and if that poster's looking back, it's seen a lot of wang. Outside of that, I was going to say, if they are... If they are trying to market to non-Americans, I think Get the Snip is a good hashtag to have for their campaign. <laughs> No, that's a bad one. It's an instant reminder up front of what you have to give up. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. That's I, I, it, It's very marketable, I should say. Not not in the way that it sounds like something you want to do, but it just it it you know rhymes and it's 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 it it would be a great slogan for a haircutting salon slash moil service. <laughs> you know, all those moil haircutting salons that are out there. Yeah, you got a free one there. 
Yeah, that that's what we're here for. Use it at your discretion. Very specific marketing advice for companies that really I hope don't exist. Very very specific. Yes. Also, don't don't use that. I also think of the line from uh, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, where he's doing all the characters, and he does like the Jewish one, and he says, I, I don't know what the word is. I need to look it up, because it's probably Yiddish. But he's like, never buy gribimus from a moil. It's so chewy. Which I assume means, oh. don't buy this type of meat from a moil, because it's actually the cut-off part of the penis. <laughs> he's selling you his meat. <laughs> it's just a bunch of foreskin over in <laughs> foreskin hot dogs. I always thought the best line from Weird Al Yankovic was from Pretty for Life for a Rabbi when he's like, the parents pay the oil and he gets to keep the tip. Very nice. Actually, I know I've heard that song. I just did, I don't remember that line. There's too many good ones. Yeah, that particular Weird Al album was even more than any other Weird Al album a part of my soundtrack of my childhood. I listened to a ton of Weird Al. Oh, I think a lot of people our age did. I know uh, Brandon J. Carr is huge into him. He actually made... Uh, Brandon or uh, Weird Al was it a Weird Al Hamilton mashup recently when they did the Hamilton polka between Lin Manuel Miranda, the guy that made Hamilton, and Weird Al. Yeah, so. I've got that flag to watch on YouTube. I need to check that out. So I've, I'm to the point where I, because I can control what my kids listen to, I've already warped them with heavy metal covers. One of their favorite songs is a heavy metal cover of Justin Bieber's Sorry. We rock out to that in my car all the time. And so they think Justin Bieber rocks hard. They have no idea he's this pimply little Canadian schlub. I guess was. I guess he's he's probably cleared up by now. He's like, what, 30? I don't even know. He's not 30, no. He's still a little schlub. Okay, well, but probably not as pimply as he once was. But anyway, they think he's a, a heavy metal rocker with a, a with a big old beard and thumb and bass line. So I do the same thing where I I'm starting to inf- introduce a little bit of Weird Al to their stuff, and so they think those are the originals of songs. Like there will be a day in my daughter's life where she hears "Beat It" for the first time, and she's like, "This guy is a hack, ripping <laughs> off Weird Al." <laughs> Yeah, I love warping young minds like that. Like a Surgeon is so much better a song. Why did she ruin it and make it like a virgin? What does that even mean? That's so stupid. Yeah. This Madonna, so dumb. Coolio, so stupid. Uh, That one I'd give a pass on. Amish Paradise is a better song. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if you said Coolio is stupid, it's like, yeah, I I would say Amish Paradise (laughs) is easily the better song than uh, Gangster's Gangster's Paradise. Paradise. I couldn't even think. That's the problem. When you try and th- you say Weird Al Yankovic songs, I'm like, what's the original? I know the Weird Al Yankovic version so much better. <laughs> I have that problem whenever I think I were, we're alone now comes on. Uh, I yeah. have a moment where I'm like, oh, yeah, this wasn't one of his originals. This was a parody. <laughs> Why? The clone one's way better. My most egregious one, I think, is one I've never actually heard the actual song of, but uh, it's Lola. Is the original song, but Yoda, oh, Yoda. is his yeah, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so it works so much better for him. I think eh, Weird Al did this better. <laughs> I know he took it from you, but I think you can agree with me that his is better. <laughs> I'm sure they even think that. Yeah, that's... theirs is like a. You know what that song's actually about? I think it's about a transvestite, like stumbling into a transvestite in a brothel and being okay with it. Okay, I did not know that. I, I'm going to Google that to make sure. No, I'm not going to Google that. To no, make sure. you don't. I'm just no. Go- no. I'm just going to keep that in, as my the story in my mind. Yeah, that's, that's his story and he's sticking to it.
<laughs> when that song that song never comes on the radio. No, that's why I, I've never heard it. Like I've, I, I know it's a thing. I know it's, you know, the exact same song, just not about Star Wars. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's also so uh, I have a version of uh, it's a there's a, a parody group that does League of Legends and Overwatch parodies of songs, and they have one about. It's to the to Maroon Five payload or payphone, but it's about the payload that you move in Overwatch. It's like I'm at the payload trying to push, and whatever, and it's it's a good song. And so we have that one in the thing, and my daughter like loves that version. And then like Maroon Five comes on, and she's like, "No, play the other one, Dad." And I'm like, "That's my girl, Adam Levine's a dork." I will say that yes, you're raising them right if you're doing if they want the parody version and not the original and not like kids bop crap. Yeah, well, they don't—they don't know Kids Bop's around. They've never heard Kids Bop. It's a Bop. very good thing. Keep that going. Yeah, yeah. So heavy metal parodies from video games and uh, old ska that I refuse to let not be part of my life. That's what my kids listen to in the car. Yeah, there is a horrific version of Hallelujah on the uh, soundtrack to Sing. Oh, they like Sing. I think. Yeah. Yeah, so was there my a version of Hallelujah on that? Yes, remember. there very much is. There's actually two of them, one shorter and one longer. And the the longer one, she actually, my daughter says to skip now, like she doesn't like it, which I like. But it also means that she's possibly, you know, getting soured on the actual good versions of that song. So I like want to like pepper that into her playlist. So it's like, no, 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 trust me, this one's good. Who sings that and sing? Uh, was it the Gorilla? <laughs> See, that's the problem with me. I can't ever think of what the actual singer's name is versus what animal they play in the movie. Because I'll well, be like, oh, I know matter. that is. That's Seth MacFarlane. And my daughter's just like, is that the mouse? <laughs> yes, the mouse. It's a weird conversation to have. But yeah, that's uh, I don't remember who sings it in the movie, but it's definitely on the soundtrack. All right. That's... <laughs> That's another one. Like, like my, uh, there's some songs that my wife is just sick of, and Hallelujah is one of those. And like, because I have several, there's several versions of that song that I really, really like. And so, yeah, there's several that are really good, and then this one is just total garbage, and yeah. it sucks that that's like her exposure to it, and she may hate that song because of that terrible, terrible version. So, what we're saying is, if that happens to you, pull out some Weird Al. He will be the cure that ails you. His version of Hallelujah, Hallelujah. I'm really surprised he doesn't have one. Blah. <laughs> I was like, uh, that's probably why, because I can't think of a uh, an initial instance. It would be about having too much money. All the moolah. All the moolah. Yep, there it is. That's it. <laughs> Make it happen, Weird Al. Thank you very much for listening. To find more podcasts from our network, head on over to www.digitalstrips.com. You can also find us at twitter.com slash digital strips, facebook.com slash digital strips, or soundcloud.com slash digital strips.